Okay, yeah, here we go. So, Sicha Zayin of Rabbi Nachman here in uh, Sicha Saran. This is, uh, I don't know if you could say a classic, a classic piece in Rabbi Nachman. I would, I would, I would, I would venture to say it's a classic piece if you could say such a thing. It's a few nuances, perhaps, that we have to pay attention to. I like, uh, I mean, like the, like the Rishonim in a Gemara. You can be medayik. When it comes to the earlier, like the Rishonim of Chasidim, the Bashem, the Nomel Melech, you know, certain, certain Svarim, Rabbi Nachman, you could be medayik in their words. So you have to be very careful in how you read everything they say. So he says in Sicha Zayin, Tov Ma'od, it is very good. Not just Tov, but Tov Ma'od, it is very good. Misha Yochul Lishpoch Sicho, Lefnei Hashem Yisbarach, Barachamim V'tachanunim. It is very, very good. If a person would be able, sheyachol, would be able to lishpoch sicho. Lishpoch, what does lishpoch mean? Can you hear that word? Spill. Spill out. Like shivchi kamayim libech. A person would be able to spill out of his mouth before God. Berachem v'tachanunim. Mercy, supplications. If you'd be able to speak to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, how? Keben hameschate lifnei aviv. Like a child who's pleading, that's how they translate it, it's a hard word, mishate is not your common word, it sounds like the word chait, sounds like the word sin. The way that I've seen it translated is, it's like pleading, like a child who's pleading before his father. Right? Where the kid is just, it's just coming out of his mouth. Please, 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 going to have it, you know, complaining or, 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 or begging. Right? Begging is also a similar word here. So how good would that be if a person could... could could do that to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. If a person would really believe that Kaddish Baruch Hu is his, is his father, and like a, like a child, right, we're, we're a little bit older, you know, than the uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds that we used to be. But anybody who has a four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old still is dealing with this. Where the kids, when they want something, they become incessant, right? And they go on and they go on and they go on. They just, and they don't stop. They call that motor mouth. They call that motor mouth, maybe. Depending on... Uh, literally just after right before I left. The so then this is, this is your piece. And this is your piece. At least they believe that you have the ability to give it to them. So this is, the, this, is, this is the point. That this is the point. That a child, why does a child go... Right? Like when, if a child wants a piece of candy, toy, pick anything. They go to the neighbor next door. They go, they ask their teacher. No, they go right away. They ask their parents. And they don't just say it once or twice. They'll say it 150,000 times until either they get it or they get locked up. But it's because they believe that they're going, this is, this is, the, this is the only source. They don't even think to go to the neighbor. And I bet you the neighbor would give you the, the kid the candy before the parent would give the kid the candy. Right? But yet they don't go to the neighbor. They go right to the parent. Right? That's why grandparents are great. That's why grandparents are great. <laughs> so how good would it be if we could act like that to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that the first time we need something, we need money, we need a refua, we need help with something, we don't turn to the stock market, we don't turn to the doctors, we don't turn to... Right away we turn to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Wouldn't the, how good would that be, Sister Menachem? Ki alo Hashem Yisbaruch kavar karana banim. Kaddish Baruch already called us, called us children. We're children. In the Torah, 
he calls us Shakasav Bonim Atem Hashem Lakechem. The Bari Olam and Devarim, Moshe Rabbeinu tells us, Klausel, you're, you're children. Keep lowering. Burn me here. We're called, we're called Bonim. Alkain, says Rabbi Nachman, it's not a joke. It's not fluff. When the Torah Dosha calls us Bonim, right? It's not, it's not just, oh, it's like you just say in a dramatic way, oh, you're like children. No, no. The Torah says it. This is the, this is the Emes. The difficulty is to feel it. Because intellectually, everybody knows it. We all learn the Pasuk. But a child doesn't go to his parent intellectually. I intellectually believe that you are the one to give me the candy. You're a robot. The kid doesn't think. He just runs right to the parent and starts crying his brains out. There's no, there's no thought process. There's no, there's, not, there's no thinking. They're connected. So that's the goal we have to get to. That's not an easy feat. But that's what we want to get to. Alkain Tov Mo'od, and this is Ramachan says again. Alkain, he says, Tov Mo'od, L'far Sichosu, V'tza'aru L'fan of Yisbarach. How good is it if a person will be able to express his Sicho, his language, V'tza'aru, and his pains? L'fan of Yisbarach. A person's in pain. Who do they do? They either they tell a friend sometimes, or if they're in pain, they tell a therapist. How about a person goes to Kodesh Baruch Hu? If they would really, really believe, and not just believe intellectually, but emotionally, and it's the real deal that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is the one who listens and who's the one who can help, then maybe they would turn to Kodesh Baruch Hu first. And how good would that be? What kind of madrig of Amunah and Bitachon would this person be at if he would turn to Kodesh Baruch Hu first, or second, hopefully first, but even if it would be second, and to just to speak out pain. How often does a person do that? If ever in his entire life. And how should he act? Like, a, like he should go to a Kaddish Baruch like a refined person. Listen, sir, you're, you're, you're 38 years old. Why, what, are you, what are you losing yourself with the Kaddish Baruch he's, he's the master of the world. He's the king. He's the, he's the Rav. He's the Shalit. Says Rabbi Nachman. No, no, no. Don't get so uh, refined over here. Al kein tov mo dufar shichas of etzar lefan of his baruch keben shekova lifnei aviv, like a child who's complaining. How great would it be if you could actually come to a kaddish baruch with complaints like a child, lifnei aviv, like a child who's complaining to his father. B'tenuos shalchein verachemim. What does that mean? Tenuos means movements of chein and rachemim. Chain means what? They translate, it's not a good translation, but grace. Movements of, that, that finds favor in the parent's eyes. Verachemim. Shakorin. Pestin. You know what pestin means? I have no idea. But they translate it in the, uh, in, in, in the, in the BRI English version of Sikha Saran. I have no idea what pestin is. Pestering. Shakorin pestering. How great would it be if you could go to a Kaddish Baruch and complain to him like a father and pester him like a child with tenuos? What kind of movements do you think he's talking about? You've ever seen your kid? No? Tell me, what did, how did your kid say when they want the piece of candy or the toy? What did they say? Tati, can I please have it? Like with their hands? Yeah, right. What do they do? Now. Now. Now, their, their hands or their... If the, the girls, you know, they put on the sides and they give you like that little 
sassiness, or they kick and they scream, right? Right. How? What kind of madriga would that be that you believe in a kaddish baruch so much? Lamaisa that the bari is, is is really your father that you'll even make tenuos. That takes that's a certain madriga of, of of a relationship with a kaddish baruch. So we're saying you're supposed to ask him like a child, or you? But I don't like you're still you're still somebody's child when you're twenty, thirty, forty, fifty. Also, you can ask your father or your mother the same way when you're. They see you there. Don't laugh. There was a child many, many years ago in Great Neck that sued the parents to pay for his college education. They, they took the parents to court and they had to pay. A little bit of more of a mature uh, pestering. I'm just saying. But... <laughs> I understand. It's, it's, I understand the question. It's true. It would be a little bit silly, we would think. But at the same time, there's a certain, and this is what I wanted to point out. He says here, Now, I'll tell you, if you look at the, I looked, in the English translation, they don't even translate these words. They leave them out. I'll tell you, I'll show you. They leave out the translation of these words because they're hard words to translate. You're talking about a kid complaining and pestering his parent. Movements of chen and rachamim. When the kid is throwing a fit, you wouldn't necessarily call those tenuos of chen and rachamim. They're more annoying and vexing, right? But at the end of the day, see, if a parent... But the stays, but no, there's no the movements. The, yeah, they, but, you have the, the, the child as as fetchy and as difficult. If you're able to take a step back and look at them and say, ah, exactly, that's that's what I want to point out. Exactly, that's, that's what I want to point out. That when when a parent gets annoyed at a child because we don't want to give the child and he's just bothering me or he's just annoying me and I just want to do something else right now, I want some quiet. But if a parent would take a step back for a minute and, and not be bothered and, and just look at the scene and try to, try to see objective and see, see that you have a child and see that this child is coming to you because they have no other place to go for what they want and they're so connected and they have so much trust in you as a parent that they're willing to like throw themselves on the floor to try to get what they want from you. It's, it's, it, there's a certain that, that it finds in the parent's eyes. The problem is, is that we're usually annoyed by them yeah, because we don't want because we want quiet. Yeah, if you, if we want them to be refined. We want them to just just be you know a fifteen year old even though they're six. No, no, six year olds kick and scream and, and complain and, and are annoying sometimes. Not that you watch TV, but if you were, if you if somebody was watching this as a scene going on, you're, where you're watching. Going yeah, yeah, on, yeah. It could be, it could be funny. It could be. It could be. If you're not the one emotionally involved in, right? It can be endearing. But the problem is that most parents, and I'm, and I'm one of them, and I know how it feels, is sometimes we get annoyed by it. But if you take a minute and think about this scene, that this child was given to you, and he relies on you wholly, fully, right? He, again, he could go next door to the neighbor for candy, but he doesn't go to the next door neighbor. He comes to you. He trusts in you. 
there's a certain sweetness, there's a certain chen that you can find in the child when he's kicking and screaming. Again, you have to get over your own stuff, which is not so easy. We get very emotionally bothered. Just be quiet already. But, but that, isn't that the kid acting his age? So Renachman says how good it would be if a person could get them a jagi. Yes, it might be look funny. I know, Ben, you're right. I, I hear. If you would do it to your, you know, your adult parents or something. But to a Kodesh Baruch we're always little children. We're always little children. That doesn't really mean necessarily kick and scream. But it means that a person can really feel that a Kodesh Baruch is tati, that he can come to him with a certain sicha like a child would. And even if a person appears to him that according to his actions, what he's done, he's not, he's not like a child to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. He's not really keeping the mitzvahs as well as he could. Once in a while, you know, a losase comes his way and he doesn't uh, really deal with it too well. So, so he says, I'm not, I'm not a child. And this is sometimes in the conscious. And more often than not, it's in the subconscious. That a person is prevented from feeling close to a Kaddish Baruch like a child because subconsciously he can't, he can't work out it's in the subconscious that he could be acting in a certain way, which is not the way a Kodesh Baruch necessarily would like, according to the Torah and the rules, and yet still, like Rabbi Nachman says, to feel like a son. Uh, he can't... It's, it's opposite natures. My mind's saying I'm like a son, but my heart says, but I'm, I'm really not. So, so to become emotionally... To be intellectual, okay, fine, okay, Rabbi Nachman, I got it. Yes, I'm like a child. It's about a I get it. Fine, I believe you. But to feel that way to the point where a person can come to a Kaddish Baruch like a child, it's very difficult. But says Rav Nachman, he says, you can't, you can't stop. He says, It's like a Kaddish Baruch called you Banim. And not only that, we have a, machlogis, a famous Machlogis in the Gemara and Kedush or Meir versus Rabbi Yehuda. What happens when you have Banim, you have children, and they're not acting like children, even to the point where they're doing a Vodazara? Are they called Banim or they're not called Banim? Rabbi Yehuda says, they're not called Banim Lashem. If they're not acting like children, they're not keeping to the rules, you can't call them Banim. And Rameir famously says, and we pass them like this, Rameir, Benkach u Benkach nikru Banim. Or he says, Benki Benkach u Benkach kruyim l'chal Banim. The Torah says, you are considered children, whether or not you sin. Now, when it comes to a Ben, a pasha, the word ben, a child, that is DNA. No sin in the world can a son do and lose that status. So the machlokas between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir is, what exactly does the Torah mean by ben? Does it mean really, really? Are we really, really like banim? To the point where you can literally never be, you can never lose that shame, ben? Rabbi Meir says, yeah, that's exactly what a Kaddish Baruch is saying. We are a chilek of mal, like a child is a chilek of his father. You can never lose that. It doesn't matter what he does. Because whatever a person does, it's never his essence. At the level of essence, right, which is much, much deeper than an action of a person, by the level of essence, the atzmias, you're a child. Rabbi Yudas says, no. No, that's not really what the, that's not really what the Pasuk means. It means... 
that we're called children when you act in a certain way, you follow the rules. So Kaddish Baruch calls you a child, you're very closely connected to him, and he'll do good things for you. But if you don't follow his rules, so he doesn't give you the shame, Ben. And Ramea says, no. Your very essence, you're a child. You can never lose that. Unless, unless you speak deceitfully. If you're not speaking truthfully, then you can lose. Okay. It's in the archive. It's in the archive? Okay. So we'll see. Now it's interesting. Now to be to be considered banim, it's we paskin, you can never lose that. But there's one way you could lose it besides what's the park of a saying? One way you could lose it is if you don't think you're a ben. If you don't think you're a Ben, if you don't think you're a child, then you're not a child. Because then you won't act like a child. But the Ramir says, in a Kaddish Baruch's eyes, Benkach, Benkach, no matter what you do, you're called, you're called a Ben. It's up to, now, after that Psaac, it's up to us to always say, fine, you're right, I believe that. I believe that. So all you need to have is what? You have to have a Muna. That's why the Gematria of Bamim if you look at the word banim, what's the gematria of banim? Hundred and two, which is gematria muna. And if you look at the word bankach, look at the word bankach, bez yud nun, and then kaf, and then another. Hundred and two, hundred and two. So exactly. So bankach u bankach. Whether you're doing good, whether you're not doing good, Bankach, if you have a little bit of a moon, you're called Banim. Because at the end of the day, you have to just believe that you still be a Ben. It doesn't matter what you do, because by essence, you're a child. That's it. And it says that even if somehow, even if somehow, Kaddish Baruch Hu would expel me, kick me out of Gan Eden, Say, you know what, you're not a child anymore. Even if that would be possible somehow, Hatov Bein of Yase, fine. Let a Kurdish Baruch do what he wants. He wants to kick me out, he can kick me out. But Allah Lasos is Shali, Lasos Asmika Ben. I still need to do what I have to do, and I'm still going to act like a Ben. I'm not going to leave. Kurdish you're going to try to kick me out? You're going to say, you're not a kid anymore? I know the secret. The secret is, I'm always a kid. Even if a Kaddish Baruch this is what Ibn Nachman says. This is why it's classic, this is a classic Ibn Nachman. Even if a Kaddish Baruch would come and say to you, you are no longer my child. Everybody else, they're my child. Except for you. Right? Who felt like that? Acher. Right? Shuvu banam shovavim. All children can return. Chutz says, Chutz me'acher. The Apostle doesn't say Chutz me'acher. Elisha ben Avuya. He felt like he did something wrong. He could never repent. So the Pasuk says, Shuvu banam shovavim, return my wayward children. Return, do tshuva, the ones who have gone off. And, and Acher heard in his ears, Chutz Acher. Can't go back. And he didn't come back. Rabbi Nachman says, there's no such thing. That even if you would hear in your ears, Chutz Acher, never believe such a thing. You say, Kodesh Baruch, you call me a child in the Torah? It says, in the Torah. 
says, Bonam Atem Hashem Lokeichem. And we possibly are mayor, Ben Kachu Ben Kachu Yim Bonam. You can't kick me out. This is what, this is what Rabbi Nachman says. You say it to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So if a person thinks something in his head, we're going to see, you'll see a little bit more what he's, what he's referring to, these machshavas. If a person has a machshav in his head, that a Kodesh Baruch Hu Kilu is coming to him, he had a dream, that a Kodesh Baruch Hu says, listen, I'm sorry. After all that you've done, I, 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 can't, I cannot call you a child anymore. Like, you've gone too far. I gave you too much. I gave you all that allowance money. I gave you all those kochos. You're just not making anything of yourself. You're out of here. Rabbi Nachman says, you tell Kaddish Baruch Hu in the, in the all nice, in the nicest way, I'm sorry, I'm not leaving. I'm a child. You called me a child once, you never took that away. It says in the Torah. In your Torah. And you stay on your ground. Chazak. And how good, again, with this tov, how good would it be if a person was able to arouse from his heart certain supplications, certain requests of a Kaddish Baruch to the point that he, he actually sheds a tear. He believes that a Kaddish Baruch is Mahamish's father. And even if he feels distant, he could cry. He says, I want to come back home. Don't kick me out of the house. Like a, like a child. Now, who kicked him out of the house? Kaddish Baruch doesn't really kick anybody, never kicks anybody out. We feel as though a Kaddish Baruch kicked us out of the house. Because there's a list of rules, and I didn't follow the rules, right? You know, like a kid like punishes himself. I didn't follow the rules, so I'm, I, I'm a loser, I'm kicked out. And he slams the door and he runs out of the house. And the father says, where are you going? I never kicked you out. But, but it appears to the kid, if he, that's, how, that's a logical brain. If I don't follow the rules, then I'm not in, I can't be in the clan. And Alvin says, that's, 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 that's insanity. You can't, you have to fight against it. That's the Yitzhar. Don't leave. Vishamati, listen to what he says over here. Vishamati, Maisa Vizikni. He says, I heard a Maisa from my grandfather, Rabbi Nachman Mohardenko. A Talmud of the Balsham to the Kaddish, the Kronel of Rachel. Keshehayal Svino. One time he was on a boat. There was one time that he didn't have any bread. He hadn't eaten food in many days. We don't know from such things. He got to a certain city on the boat, and there was no Jews, there was only Arabs. And one Arab felt bad for my grandfather. He obviously looked emaciated, starving, and he gave him bread to eat. And there was many days he had not yet eaten. And Rabbi Nachman, my grandfather, washed, right? He washed for bread. And he said, The bread's in front of him. And he said, Now you have three seconds at most. You got to get that bread in your mouth, right? That's halach. What happened? And right before he took the bite, a thought came to my grandfather. Al telachim as lechem ra'ai. Don't. It's a it's a pasuk in Mishlei. Don't eat bread with those who have mean eyes. Ra'ai. I read that the other day. Well, maybe you're reading Proverbs. No, it was in one of the. Gemara Sota? Yeah, it was one of the things. Don't eat... Uh, or, 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 would it also be mean eye and hara? Somebody who has eye and hara? Could be they, they translate it like that. 
But the more partial way is it's just someone who's minai. So Yishma'elim, who could be to the world, they have some mean eyes. So he thought, right before he ate the bread, says in Mishnah, you can't eat bread with these people. Now he's stuck. Uh-oh. He said hamotzi. He's got to eat the bread. He can't eat the bread because Mishnah says not to eat the bread. Baruch Atala. Throw out the machshava, throw out the bread. What do I do? O machshava shalano enam devarei klal. It says in Achman. Our thoughts are not nothing. Our thoughts are, are, are real. There's some real powerful stuff going on. Kacham Rabbi Nachman zikno hanalbis sipuramai zizu. Rabbi Nachman, his grandfather, said this. He was talking about how machshavas are very serious. It just, it just popped into his head at that moment. Where'd that come from? Kadosh Baruch sent that machshava to him. I didn't know what to do, says Rabbi Nachman Meridanka. Rabbi Nachman not wrestled with his grandfather. I already said Hamotzi. I said the bracha, got to eat, but at the same time I really didn't want to eat because I had this machshava and I was very nervous. Now la halacha, you got to eat the bread. Just because you have some kind of machshava. But we're talking about a tzaddik here. And the Tzadik's machshavas are not the same as our machshavas. Acher kach. So now he's stuck. Probably within a few seconds. Ba'o machshav to another thought came to him. Ves ha'orvim tzivisi This is Pasuk, I think, Eliyahu Novi, by Eliyahu Novi, that a Kodesh Baruch Hu commanded the ravens to be mefarnes. Eliyahu is running away from um, Achav. I think Achav and Izevel, he's running away. And he had to hide. And the Kaddish Baruch sent ravens to, to bring food to Elionavi. But the word Orvim is just like what word? Yeah, Aravim, like Arabs. I sent the Arabs to feed you. So when that thought came to his head, he knew, then he could eat. Okay? Before I go on for a second, why do you think he's... What shaykhs? What shaykhs this Maisa to the Sikha? It's a very nice story. It's very gishmak. What shaykhs? Let's just finish up one more line before we, we get to that. V'amr Rabbeinu Zechron Levracha Be'esi Purazos And Rabbi Nachman said when he was telling over this story V'zenir v'hutav be'ene me'od ma'ashemido ha'machshav Rabbi Nachman said it was taka the right thing that his grandfather paused because of that original machshava of don't eat bread with the, the mean people. It was not a thought came to him, it was the emes. At that moment, HaKadosh Baruch didn't want him to eat. But then another thought came. So what's he, what's he talking about? We'll get to the answer in a second. Rabbi Nachman's going to say, what do you think? What shaykh is this ma'isa to what we were just talking about? You think that you're not, say, you're not raya to... Uh... So to all machshavas that come to a person to mess the person up. Afterwards, the Kaddish will send you another machshava to bring you close. The person gets it. It appears in my head that a Kaddish Baruch came and said, you're kicked out of Gan Eden, you're not my kid. Did a Kaddish Baruch actually come and say that? 
Did, did that happen? Did my Rebbe come and say, did my parent come and say, you're kicked out of the house? No, I, I felt depressed. I felt bad. I, I, I judged myself. It was a machshavu. A machshavu zara. So some people, that's it. They take one machshavu and they're out. They chuck the whole thing. I can't, I, done. Menachem says, whoa, whoa, whoa. There are machshavas like that to be a valuable person. But hold on. Just like sometimes you get a machshavu, don't eat the bread with the mean people. But if you just wait, just wait. Another machshavu might come and say, you can eat the bread now. Maybe it was just for that minute. Maybe Kodesh Baruch wanted just to wake you up for a second, just so you get that feeling for a moment. But if you just hold on, the emes sheba emes is baramatan. You can never lose that status. But a ben has to learn how to wait for a little bit. Sometimes you have a sensitive child. And if you say one off word to the kid, he's going to cry in his room for 30 minutes. You have to be very careful. But we have to be a little bit stronger than that. Sometimes the Kaddish Baruch does have to send us a thought which is a patch. Hold on. Right, who's, the, who's the strong child? Who really ch- believes in the Father's love? The one who could take a musr, could take a rebuke and say, Tak, it's true. Afopikein, he loves me. Afopikein, I'm, I'm not just going to run away like a, like a baby. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take the musr and I'm going to stand here. And I'm still a child. So you can give me musr, but I'm not going anywhere. Like we were saying earlier, says Sometimes a person thinks in his mind, he's not roi. He's not befitting to be a child of a Kaddish Baruch based on his, either his connection to Los Ases, but more prevalent is our disassociation with Ases. A person feels he doesn't daven well enough as he could. He doesn't feel like he's living up to his ability to learning, not in the amount of time or the quality of his learning. Right? We're always judging ourselves, usually judging based on other people or judging what other people think that our potential might be or what we think other people think about what we, our potential might be. And we beat ourselves up. We mamish beat ourselves up. It's all this, it's just bilbulim and bilbulim and bilbulim. Nobody said one single word, and yet somehow we're like in the dumps. Because again, what I think, that that person thinks about what I'm thinking about. So I beat myself up. Are you crazy? It's an insanity. But sometimes we're in a low place, and therefore we think low machshavas. Hold on. Be mechazik yourself. See if the machshavas change. See if something else comes into your head. If one machshava comes in, maybe another one can come in. Why are we so quick? When it's one bad machshav, we just throw the whole program away. We're, we, we hold, it's crazy, it's a little bit crazy, negativity, detrimentalism, I made that word up, right? Bad stuff is more powerful in our mind and in the world than positivity. Just look at any newspaper, look at any news. What goes through your body when someone says a a negative word to you versus a positive word. The positive word feels good, but not anywhere near as emotional as a negative word. In the news, it's all came out all negativity. How often do you see little Sally wins spelling bee? You don't see that ever on the front page. Right, right, right. For some people, because that's painful for some people. <laughs> 
Turkish Raj, you win everything, you do everything. <laughs> you can live in beautiful homes. They show you on TV, says, uh, they're coming out of beautiful houses. It's being recorded. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They tell you, I don't know. I see the I see the white person is dying, and then the Schwartz is the doctor. All right. I don't know. It's what I see now. Maybe I look at the wrong thing. <laughs> so we know we, these chaburs. We know we don't look at the news. It's Santa Claus. We don't look at the news. Santa Claus became shots. Okay. I grew up. He was a nice white old man. I don't know. Now I turn on. And the I saw Jewish. With a white you know that Misa? You know that Misa there. Everybody tells over. Well, how did he tell? He tells over Misa where he went to the um, where he went to the mall with his mother. As a kid. And, and yeah, as a kid, he tells over Misa. No. And what was it? Yeah, when he says it back to him. And Sa- I think Santa was sitting there and giving all the kids toys. And now, Rebbe was a young kid at the time, and he sees all the kids are going to this guy, the big white beard, and they're all getting toys, and he's jealous. He's like, he knows it's Santa, whatever it was. Well, Ben, you remember the Misa? Good. No, I don't remember. I don't remember, the, I don't remember how exactly it ended. Do you remember? Just to say it the way you know. <laughs> so, I don't remember. He does Rebbe. And then he, like, I think he goes over to him or something, and, and then and Santa, like, pulls down and says, like, I'm also a yid. Here's a toy. You know, <laughs> I'm also Jewish. Here, here's your car for Hanukkah, you know? Funny stuff. Anyway, I'll go part him. <clears throat> so we have all these thoughts that go through our head. Are they real? Are they real? The Torah Paskin's Bonham. If you believe you're Bonham, you're always a Ben. So, ah, so if one thought comes in and says you're not a Ben, I don't care. Why do we give so much sorry, word, credence to our thoughts? I don't know where it comes from. Why do we give so much power to our thoughts? If we would put our thoughts, like the Ish Kodesh says, if we put our thoughts, and Rebbe quotes this all the time, if we put our thoughts on a screen during the day, and we would see what we're actually thinking about, there's talk insanity going through our head. We think the craziest thoughts, right? We think some really could be sick things too. Some really messed up things we think in our head. Eh, they're fleeting, in and out. They're not really who we are. So why is it, so why is it that we give so much power to the thoughts when they're negative about ourselves? Why? That's an insanity. That's a craziness. Yes or no? Yes. Why? We can't do that. We have to, st- we have to step up for ourselves against our own thoughts. Thoughts can also come from the Yitzhak. Thoughts also come from a Kaddish Baruch to test us. They're not, and not every thought is real, meaning it's the emes. Many thoughts come to test us to see, will we stand up for ourselves? Many tests come from the Yitzhak to try to involve us. I don't want to be, I don't want to be a billable. A person at work comes to, a per, uh, per, comes to you and says something not nice. So what, are you going to be a baby and scream back at them and then and, and lose yourself and, and not be able to work the rest of the day because somebody said, you know, you stink at accounting or something? What? We're not eight years old, nine years old anymore. Be like, I don't care what you say. Like, who cares? Sticks and stone may break my bones. The words, you know. So machshav is going to throw us off. What's the problem? The problem is that we think that we are our machshavs. So we think they're real. But they're really not. A lot of times they're not. So we have to know this. This is what Rabbi teaching us. Machshavas come and machshavas go. But never forget, at the end of the day, never changes. That's the essence. It's written in the Torah. You can't change that. And for any thought that comes against that, is not real. It means, hold on. 
Say, tell, tell Kaddish Baruch Hu, I'm not leaving because I know, even though the MS is level one MS, maybe I've done things wrong. Maybe I'm not utilizing my kochas as well as I could. That's the MS. It's true. I'm not. We can't hide from that. But the MS Lamito, and we're not going to talk about there's two levels of MS. The MS Lamito is, Afal Piking, I'm not budging from this spot. You're right. The MS is, I'm not living up to myself. I've done a lot of things wrong. I haven't been a good boy this year. Emes, it's true. Look at the, look at the cheshman. You're right. But the Emes Lamito is, you're still my father. I'm still a Ben, and I'm not moving. And I hopefully I'll get better this year. That's what Rabbi Nachman's teaching us. So he says, Afal Pekin, I love Lasa, says Shalom. Even if a person gets a, a thought in his head that you're not living up to being a Ben to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, you still have to do your thing, he says. What's your thing? And if you hold on and you say, I'm not budging, then the thoughts will start to change and a Kaddish Baruch Hu will send you thoughts of his karvus. Come, my child, come back. You'll start to feel good, positive thoughts. You have to hold on sometimes. Right? Like Rav Nachman Hordenker had to hold on. And he's in a quandary. Eat the bread, don't eat the bread. He waited. He wasn't sure what to do. His thoughts were real. And then the, and then the thought came, you can eat the bread. And it came in a remez. It wasn't so, so clear. Orvim, aravim. Kibemis kol Yisrael kulam kriyim bonam esleis borach. Because the emes is, says Renachman. Every Jew, doesn't matter who you are, kulam kriyim bonam esleis borach. They're all, you're called a child. Kodesh Baruch Hu. Shittas Rebmer. And therefore, he ends off back where he started from. And therefore, because we're not going to teach us, never move from being a child, never not think you're a child, therefore, you should always express your sikha, your, your language to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Tell him over all of your problems. Don't hold back thinking, I'm not doing, I'm not acting like I should, so I'm not a child, so therefore I shouldn't speak out to a Kaddish Baruch he's not going to help me anyway. That's all intellectual, logical baloney. That's all logical steps. A child doesn't think that way. A child, I could, I could get my Jewish, if I could just, this is a, this is a very um, important topic, especially the way Jewish children as opposed to Gentile children are raised. I mean, my observation through life, I can't tell you what was written in Young or uh, what's the other psychologist, Freud, or any of these guys. But a child, like you said, believes in what your father, you know, he's God. As the child matures, the problem is you tend to think or believe until you really go out to sea, go out to ocean. And you're dealing with the Arab, with the Gentile, with whoever it is, and you find out, because ultimately the Father gives the candy. Ultimately, Hashem is going to provide. Somehow, somewhere. You know, you read these stories all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you've got to be very careful with that. He wants you back, because the Jewish child matures into the real world and sometimes it, it can in the short run be, be detrimental which in itself 
could be part of the Eitzah that you know Hashem is providing for for them to go to another level or what have you. But it's 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 also as good as it is when you're a child, and as you mature, you got to be careful because the world is very unforgiving. And to be a little bit more vernacular, goyim have formaldehyde running through their veins, not blood. This is between us and the Kaddish Baruch. This is between us and the Kaddish Baruch. I understand because he's the father. Like a child who's, again, complaining to, a, to, to his father. To be able to feel that way, it's not intellectual. It's, it takes time to get to such a madrig. Again, intellectual is, I'm not doing good, therefore how could I ask him because he's not going to give me what I want. A kid doesn't think that way. I can get my kid into trouble. Oh, we're well over. I can get my kid into trouble, and two seconds later... His sister hits him, and he comes crying to me. Even though I just got him in big trouble. The kid doesn't think, oh, I just got in trouble with my father, so he's not going to help me out with the, the sister who just hit me. No, they don't think like that, because it's emotional. It's not intellectual. We should be